It's East Coast Radio, KZN's number one hit music station. And tonight, I'm delighted to have two individuals in studio to discuss the 2019 KZN Lean Conference. Melanie Finesse, who's the CEO of Peter Maritzburg and Midlands Chamber of Business. And Chris Lazarus, the MD of Vodacom KZN. Thank you very much for coming to our brand new studios here at East Coast Radio. Thank you. Pleasure. Lovely to be here. I want to start with you first, Melanie. What is lean and why should we embrace it? Um, definitely not to be confused with uh, getting slimmer. Lean is actually a workplace philosophy and uh, production practice that focuses on preserving value whilst eliminating waste. Uh, it's based on the Toyota production system, um, which is an integrated socio-technical system developed by Toyota, but it's both a philosophy and its practices. So it's not just about applying a set of tools to save costs. Uh, it's about understanding the empowering, purposeful culture that drives lean. So it's uh, both tools and thinking are necessary if you're to succeed. And the rewards that you'll reap from uh, employing lean in your organization are employee engagement, trust, innovation, customer satisfaction, and uh, enterprise value. So it's essentially about creating a thinking organizations as opposed to one person thinking for the organization. It's about empowering your employees to all contribute towards a thinking organization. So you think about the organization as a thinking system then one gets to understand that management is about framing. It's about frame control. It's about creating a conducive environment for new tools and methods to actually be applied. So if you think about it, frames are the constructs that uh, through which we see and interpret and act on the world. And we implicitly select some aspects of reality as being more important than others when we look at the world. And this results in us orienting a problem definition, attributing cause, moral evaluation, and actually deciding what action we take. So it, it explains why some people interpret events very differently from others, because it depends on this frame that you, mm. that you have. So it's literally looking at a picture and focusing on some aspects and completely missing others. And Management isn't about instructing and controlling. Management in terms of lean is about managing the framework through which your employees see the organization and using the skill that they inherently have. I mean, it's really not sensible to not use the skills of people that are employed to do a particular function, that do it well over a period of time. Very often, especially in a factory environment, one doesn't think to ask how they could do that job better. Mm. But essentially, they know better than anyone else. So it's really designing a framework for positive change, encouraging the contribution um, and the empowerment and the recognition of experience of employees. What was the need to come up with a concept such as lean? I mean, were companies in South Africa or around the world not particularly doing their jobs efficiently enough? From this, can we say that we're getting more profit margins? Is management better? with staff, are employees better connected to employers? Okay, so if we take it back to perhaps why we became interested in lean in the first place is um, Peter Maritzburg was a big shoe area. Mm. So we produced a lot of uh, footwear. Uh, when we opened up in 94, our footwear industry was absolutely decimated. I think we lost about 35,000 jobs. So it was huge. Um, but part of the reason why we lost those jobs was was because we were inefficient. Uh, we were supplying the South African market. We were protected uh, by the sanctions. And we were applying old methods of production in the sense that it was batch manufacturing. Uh, it took 33 days to get a pair of shoes through the factory. When imports came in from the east and, and flooded our market, they were much cheaper than we could produce them for here. 
And so those factories that survived had to adjust their methods of production. Mm. So it now, through the application of lean principles and philosophy, they can now put a pair of shoes through that factory in in as little time as six hours. Fantastic. Um, which has meant that we can compete um, in the market again. You know, if you have to import, you have to import in bulk. Um, you've got a warehouse, you've got to distribute, you've got to take all the rejects, you've got to take all the returns. Uh, you can't turn your stock over uh, if you need to replenish. Uh, whereas now our factories can say, we'll give you what you need when you need it delivered to your door. Um, and therefore we are cheaper and competitive again. So it's it, it's a way of driving competitiveness. Um, and it's also a way of of addressing, I guess, uh, an old way of thinking in organizations. So you might... You know, as the CEO of the PMB and Midlands Chamber of Business, you've got a lot of uh, a lot of work on on your plate as far as the economy goes in that particular precinct. Uh, but why did the chamber think it necessary to host this conference, and what are you hoping to achieve? Well, you know, we we as a chamber, our our mandate is uh, enterprise and economic development. So really the reason why we exist is to help to create a more conducive environment for business to be able to operate and to prosper in. So our focus is how do we help our members in the, in the private sector um, to better compete? How do you make the, the – a lot of our advocacy work is to try and unlock uh, opportunities and to uh, try and mitigate any issues that are in the environment, whether they're government-induced or whatever they might be. Mm. Um, so it was natural for us when we were looking uh, to see how best we could assist um, our businesses to look at what was happening in the space of lean, to see the success that came out of it and to want to share that message as far and wide as possible. We're also particularly, um, well, I am particularly passionate uh, about creating a more equal society, a society in which um, more people are employed. So uh, that's really what drives my agenda is to say, I want to make it easier for business to operate so that the entire area can be better off for it. We can reduce unemployment. We can bring people in. We can uh, change the uh, having the uh, inequality levels that we have is just totally unacceptable. Um, so for me, that's really what it's about. How do, how do we make it better for business to operate so that it's better for everyone? So this particular 2019 KZN Lean Conference is powered by TIKZN, but also powered by Vodacom. Chris Lazarus, MD of Vodacom KZN, here in studio with me as well. Uh, Chris, tell me about the involvement of Vodacom and what was the need then uh, to be uh, a supportive uh, partner in this particular conference? Well, thank you very much. You know, just listening to Melanie speak and without using the um, same words as we would. Uh, I think the first thing that certainly is pleasing to me and certainly would be to the other leadership in Vodacom is that you can clearly hear that the chamber is also what we call a purpose-led organization. It's about giving back and it's a big, about being part of the growth. And that's why we support the chamber at large. We support this particular initiative. It, it's so easy to connect in hearing the story because it's exactly what Vodacom believes in. And Lean is about taking our people on a change. So Vodacom has adopted this particular initiative from Lean. Is that what you say? 
Absolutely. We, 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 we share in all of the content and beliefs that they have that in order to reshape an organization, mm. it can't just be about the amount of technology that you deploy. You've got to take your, your entire people, your customers, your distribution in our case, you've got to take them on a journey as to how do you change? How do you rethink what we did yesterday? Because the, you mentioned trade and invest KZN. There's a summit taking place so we can attract investment into our province. Now, if we can attract investment into our province and tell the world that we're relevant as the gateway for the continent investment, we got to make sure that our people are thinking differently about how we do yesterday. And that's why this is so important and relevant for us. Mm. I see the uh, one of the uh, guest speakers here, the international keynote speaker, is Brandt Cooper. Um, he's... Uh, uh, the uh, New York Tor- Times best-selling author of the Lean Ent- Entrepreneur, uh, Melanie. Tell me a bit more about um, ab- about uh, Brand Cooper, and uh, can you tell us more about what this particular program aims to offer delegate uh, delegates this year, and who are you wanting to attend, and why? Okay, so Brad Cooper uh, is incredible. He's uh, he is the New York Times best-selling author of the Lean Entrepreneur. Um, he's written other books, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Customer Development and the Lean Brand. Uh, he's a keynote speaker for TEDx, and he's a sought-after international presenter. His particular areas of focus are innovation, agility, digital transformation bringing an entrepreneurial spirit to the enterprise and empowering organizations to discover and create new value. Um, he's an incredibly inspiring speaker and he's had immense success. He's a CEO of a company called Moves the Needle um, and he's worked with a lot of top companies worldwide. And so um, I'm pretty sure that what he has to impart will be um, incredibly important for people to hear. He's got a, a couple of slots on, on day one. He talks about, he does his TED Talk, uh, Myth of a Visionary. Um, and in the second day is doing a two-hour value stream discovery workshop. Um, one of the key aspects of, of lean innovation is exposing assumptions underlying product life, cy- life cycles and rapid experimenting to validate or invalidate uh, those assumptions. So he will talk about how do you expose those assumptions, how do you know what to test, what you must measure, and where to focus your energy. And uh, it's easy to be pulled in a million different directions. So getting that sort of information on how to focus is really, really important. So th- these value streams are, are all the activities that your business must do to create and deliver value, which is essentially what business is doing. Um, and so um, this value stream discovery um, is a framework for that allows you to systematically search, discover, and adapt um, throughout your business model um, to find growth, um, which in this economic climate is absolutely essential. So we're yeah. very grateful to have Brent. Uh, the balance of the um, program is is really exciting too. So we have a couple of master black belts um, that will be presenting some case studies from South Africa. Um, we have uh, Cynthia Marake, who's a master black belt from AB InBev, who'll be sharing a, a case study. We've got um, Engine. We've got some consultants, Morris um, Kun, who's uh, from TLC. He's going to talk about DOE and Taguchi and others. So there's some, some technical aspects to it, as well as... Um, I said earlier that there's uh, the philosophical side is as important um, as the technical side of lean, and so some of the program then is dedicated um, to issues like trust um, and removing the the friction from customer experience. So there's a, a section on employee engagement and empowerment, um, and there's a section 
also as an introduction uh, because it's important to have an overview of the environment that you're operating in. The conference will be opened by Moelet Mbeki, um, who's a phenomenal speaker who will talk about the context that we're operating in um, because it's important for business uh, from a confidence point of view to go into a space um, where part of what we do is encouraging people to uh, stay committed to South Africa. Um, we st- I still believe 100% that there is enormous opportunity in South Africa that is uh, not available in some areas elsewhere in the world. Um, in areas like Europe uh, where it's overtraded, there aren't the kind of opportunities that there are um, in South Africa. And mm. I think that's one of the things that we have to embrace. Sure, we have our problems. Sure, they are, uh, it's not ideal. Um, but part of that is... Um, is an aversion to risk. Um, and I think that we must be clear about what that risk is before we make decisions about whether it makes sense to uh, stay or to go to invest. Um, and I still strongly believe that um, this is a country that uh, that deserves our commitment um, and investment. So for us, I want to lay that, that foundation. Um, we've partnered um, on this occasion with Vodacom and with uh, Trade Investment KZN who are strong supporters of, of our conference and, um, and support uh, the initiatives that we've undertaken. Um, and uh, the balance will look at technical aspects of how do you how do you use the tools and approach and philosophy of lean uh, to be world class competitive, um, and then also to to look at some of the things that maybe some of the conversations that South Africans should be having. We've we've got a nice panel on uh, diversity and inclusion, um, which we will talk about BE the effects on on business whether it's achieving what we intended to achieve. Um, because I think also business needs to develop a stronger voice in the space. Mm. And talking about that and talking about the delegates that will attend, Chris, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure you've attended one of these before. And since Vodacom's using this particular principle, how does it then trickle down to the rest of the company, the workers, management, staff, and right down to the ground level of a of a particular company, what is the aim then, or how does somebody like yourself make sure that the uh, that this sort of message is communicated within the company? Yeah, so in Vodacom, um, there's a whole bunch of programs uh, that are implemented to making sure that people are on this journey. We spoke about Shamil, our group CEO, earlier on when we came in, and Shamil himself goes off to Harvard for a couple of weeks to make sure that we are being um, that we are all in the leadership being part of the relevant. I was saying to Melanie earlier on that when, as a company, you can unite people on the outcomes that you want, mm. then it becomes a lot easier that you don't become a manager of tasks because everyone is committed to the same thing. Mm. In fact, earlier on when we were chatting, we easily connected on doing some good up together in in Ladysmill around the school. And it was so nice that because we both share the same uh, what we want in an outcome, then it's quite easy for us to connect. So that's what we found in Vodacom that once people are connected to the desired output and outcome, that it's easier to take people on the journey, but to go into the multiple programs we have from how we change from the organization yesterday, making sure that people buy into these programs, that's been relatively easy at Vodacom because of the outcomes. For example, I was touching on earlier about 
um, purpose-led organization. And I can tell you now that in KZN, we've become one of the examples in Vodacom because people have just, you know, there's always been the strong community base. So it is quite easy when I came down here this year to unite people on when the floods happened as an example and everyone just jumping in and being being linked to saying, well, we want to do good. So you didn't have to worry about the tasks in between. So I think for me, in answering your question, is you got to unite people on the outcomes that that you want and see. I, th- I think for me, that's that's far more easier than paying attention and time to every detail around the principles that you want to incorporate in your company. So where does this uh, conference kick off, uh, Melody, and where does it take place? Um, it kicks off, it's two days, 18th and 19th of September um, at the uh, a new Protea Hotel in Hilton, um, just outside of Peter Maritzburg. And then we have a third day, which has got a, a, a limit of only 35 people. We have a um, an interactive uh, innovation workshop at Fairfield Dairies, um, where we will sit in the R&D department and do some interactive stuff with Brent um, around innovation. Um, but obviously the numbers have to be limited because uh, there's not space to accommodate everybody. But the two days will be absolutely phenomenal. Um we invite people to to send their teams, their executive teams, um, so that they can um, take advantage of what we have to offer uh, at the conference. And to remember that um, Lean is about creating thinking organizations. So it, if you go back to TPS, uh, the Toyota Production System, uh, it's about creating an environment where people have to think. And this results in wisdom, and this wisdom brings continuous improvement, or as it's known in the space, Kaizen. Um, It is about tapping and evolving the creativity of every employee. Um, And if you properly cultivate it, it is unlimited potential. So um, unlock the... Uh, come and learn how to unlock the potential of your people, how to start and embark on a journey of continuous improvement. Well, I'm pretty sure captains of industry are really excited about this particular initiative, Melody. Can you uh, share with us some contact details, perhaps an email address that uh, these leaders can get in ho- uh, touch with you or with the organization and then uh, obviously book their place uh, for this particular conference? Absolutely. So uh, the program is on our website, um, which is www.pcb.org.za. Um, we can be reached on by telephone 033-345-2747 or by email at function at pcb.org.za. I'm also told by my producer that uh, this particular function, all the details, the contact numbers, the email addresses and how you can get involved are up on our website, ecr. .co.za if you are unsure about any of the details. And to wrap up, uh, I just want to ask both of you this particular question. When we talk about the economy, and you, you touched on it a little earlier, uh, both you, uh, Melanie and Chris, it's in a precarious position at the moment. Uh, why is the adoption of lean important for South African companies? Well, I think from, from our perspective, um, I'm going to say that we have an, a, a high unemployment level, and in order to absorb a lot of those skills, manufacturing has a particular advantage. Um, and although lean uh, is equally applied in every sector, it has shown to have immense success in the manufacturing space. Um, and it is a new path for manufacturing. Um, in the old kind of perception of manufacturing, people were 
were brought in and worked under terrible conditions, doing repetitive work that was lowly paid. Um, but that isn't the case anymore. Um, I actually had uh, invited Zwilly Varvi to come and have a look at one of our factories that employs lean. And in fact, he spoke at our lean conference a couple of years ago saying that he can see that this is potentially a new path for manufacturing in South Africa. And the reason why is because the workforce is empowered. Um, they are happy and they contribute. Uh, I think the thing that surprised him most is that uh, is that none of the workers in the factory that I took him through ever said to him, you know, Psst, you know what they do to us here because mm. because they're happy, they're empowered, they're part of uh, the vision, they have purpose, and they contribute. And one of the wonderful things about Lean is you can make as much improvement as you like, and the guarantee is that nobody loses their job. In fact, you just free up people to be more productive somewhere else. So. From a South African perspective, it makes perfect sense. We'll become uh, more competitive uh, generally, which is which is good for all of us and good for our economy. And you, Chris? Yeah, from our perspective, uh, firstly, I think we could have a, a another follow-up just on this topic because uh, there's so much to say about it. But I think, for me, it's about belief and it's about investment. So from a Vodacom standpoint, not a couple of weeks ago, I spoke about the amount of capital that we've injected into this province. I was telling Melini earlier on that um, I took the little booklet from Trade and Invest KZN and sent it up to my seniors and colleagues up in Johannesburg to show them the investment story that's planned for KZN. Mm. So we believe in the province, we believe in the country, we believe in the continent. And everybody that I'm speaking to, stakeholders, partners, customers, I'm just sharing this positivity that a lot of us I know have. So if there's nothing else that you can do or give back, can we just start breathing positivity? Because if we're leaving it to, up to anybody else to change the outcomes of the not-so-nice things we see both in the province and the rest of the country and the continent, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So it's the Chamber, it's Vodacom, it's any other company that's listed on the brochures. It's about us getting into these partnerships and saying, how can we support each other? Because we want the same outcomes. We want a better province. We want to bring the reality of KZN being the gateway to the investment opportunities of this continent. And if we don't embrace that as the people of KZN, then I'm not sure who else is going to do that for us. Chris Lazarus there, the Managing Director of Vodacom KZN, Melanie Fness, CEO of the Peter Maritzburg and Midlands Chamber of Business. Thank you very much for joining us on East Coast Radio. We wish you a wonderful conference. And I'm pretty sure the East Coasters, uh, the citizens of KwaZulu-Natal are going to embrace this particular conference. And hopefully that fourth industrial revolution is going to be one that's going to make all of us happy, not just here in KZN, but in South Africa and the continent of Africa as a whole, um, much more happier, healthier and uh, business-driven as well. Thank you very much for coming into studios today. Thank you. Such a pleasure. Thanks for having us.